Hi everyone, my name is Suki, and welcome to Steps Podcast. In this episode, we talk to Stephanie Megan. Stephanie is the creator of Broke Girl Therapy. You may remember her from our failed episode. She's back for our first episode of Legit, and here it is. Hey everyone, thank you for listening in. This is We got Stephanie Megan again with what us. What is up? What is up? <laughs> Broke Girl Therapy is in the house. I'm excited. You, uh, if you listen to Failed, you know um, Stephanie is uh, a failure. <laughs> she's a failure. No, she she she's willing to share. Is is what it comes down to, and um, we're just excited to have you on Legit. Um, for those of you who don't know, we just want to highlight uh, creators and businesses who who are legit, who we think are legit, who are doing great things, and that doesn't oh, always thanks. mean that. That doesn't I'm always legit. mean that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that doesn't always mean that you know you're a million dollar company. You're a billion dollar company. Yeah. That that, that just means that you're you're doing it and um, you're you're putting the work in. So thank Amazing. you for thank you for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. I, for for making me feel legit. <laughs> I put it work, so I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, you know. Oh, big time! It's gotta be legit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'd love for I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about broker therapy for for those who don't know what it is, and yeah. um, just give us a quick intro to it. Yeah, I mean, Broco Therapy is a podcast that I started um, back in 2016. It is now 2022, so it's been about six years, holy fuck, um, of doing this podcast. And I we talk about dating, sex, relationships. It's honestly kind of circled around just growing up as a person and, um, and yeah, just being vulnerable and not being experts at anything, but just you know, talking shit and hanging out with friends and just venting about life. It's therapy, it. honestly. It's therapy. It's, it's therapy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, walk us through how the idea kind of came about and then, you know, maybe those first few episodes that you, you, you got up and running here. Yeah. So... Do we have time? There's so many things, <laughs> so many things in the past six years, especially in the beginning. Well, you know, I, I always I first heard about podcasting when I was working for a corporate company and had like a desk job. Yeah. So not my style anymore. But um, and I, it was boring as fuck. And yeah. I, my coworker told me about a podcast like pop, like listening to podcasts like during work mm -hmm. and. I was like, what is that? She's like, it's that, you know, that purple icon on your phone. You could listen to like different shows. I was like, oh, interesting. And so, you know, I started listening and I was like, who, are, like, where is this coming from? Like, who are these creators? And, mm -hmm. you know, I, initially I just thought like it was like a network thing. And then I realized like, oh, anyone could do a podcast. Yeah. And so I started looking into it and really had this idea a year before I even started that I, I wanted to do a podcast. Um, initially, I wanted to do a show about fashion because I was working in the fashion industry. I went to a fashion school. It was like right. my identity, how much I loved fashion at that point in my life. Um, 
and I laugh because I'm like, fuck that industry. But <laughs> like, so, you know, I started to kind of thinking of like what the name would be, but I didn't force it. I just knew that like whatever felt right would happen. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, I was single, I was dating and I could not keep a man to save my life. <laughs> like, I just didn't understand like why no one wanted to be with me. Like, <laughs> I was like, they just want to have sex, but no one's taking me seriously. Like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And I, was really just trying to figure out i think a lot of us at like our early 20s mid 20s especially or just our 20s in general just try to figure out like what caused this trauma to Mm -hmm. be bad in relationships right and i just remember thinking like i just i want to go to therapy but i am so broke i can't go to therapy it's Mm -hmm. too expensive (laughs) and and so one day one night I had had a dream and I had a dream about a podcast and I don't remember what the dream was about, but I kept hearing the words like too broke for therapy, too broke for therapy. And it was really just like a podcast that was really based around like my dating and like it being a therapeutic like experience for me Mm -hmm. talking about it. And I woke up like, Oh my God. And I started writing in my notebook, like too broke for therapy. And then I looked it up and some people already had the show and I was like, fuck, I was like, I could do this better. Their show sucks. And so, you know, I keep brainstorming and then eventually like I came up with Brooklyn therapy and I still have like a screenshot of like that, that journal entry where I'm just like writing shit down and brainstorming. I love that. Yeah. And so, um, so I'm like, okay, Brooklyn therapy is it. But I was like kind of hesitant cause I was like, I don't want everyone to know I'm like broke even though I was broke. Um, I didn't even have a laptop. Um, (laughs) I had nothing. I was living in like a dungeon basement um, from this guy I met on Craigslist who was like an older white gay man who was a Trump supporter. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of factors to these stories. So anyways, yeah. Even better. even better. So I was like, I, I really want to start this podcast. And then I, yeah, I didn't have a laptop. I didn't have anything. Um, mm-hmm. I asked a friend of mine to help me put it together. And um, she did. She helped me put it together in 2016. Um, God, there's so many things. Because eventually me and her had a falling out. And then it was just me doing it. And I eventually right. bought a laptop. And I was able to to like do the show. And yeah, that's how it started. It was really just me just talking about why guys didn't like me back. <laughs> and and that's how I didn't know was born. Yeah. Like it's just it just it the hit yeah. single. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, you know about that song? Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. No, I liked it. Did you really listen to it? Oh my god. Heck yeah. <laughs> I did that song before brocal therapy so you know that i just i needed i needed something like even the way that like this is why i don't uh write songs anymore uh because even the way like i wrote the lyrics was just me just talking about it it wasn't like this poetic like metaphors and, and you know what i mean like you know like frank ocean could say some shit and it's not like straight up it's like poetic and metaphor you know and I'm not good with my words. And well, 
for me, I'm just like straight up like, yo, I slept with your man. Like, <laughs> and I didn't know. Went to the strip club. But, but I, I would disagree with you that, really? you know, that you didn't. Yes, it's not metaphoric in the sense of, you know, comparing this and that. And, you know, like you said, like Frank Ocean style. But mm. there's a true rawness to it. And you can clearly sing. Um, oh, thank and you. Yeah, heck yeah. And um, I, I I just disagree. And I respectfully disagree. Okay, because, thank you. I'm just hard um, on myself. Cause I'm like, that was like the first song I ever like recorded. Not written because I've written a bunch of songs before. But that was like the first one I've ever recorded. So Yeah, I, well, I, um, I, I, I also um, in your um, – uh, uh, in the art in, in the art, art director te- okay art, art teacher. teacher yeah yeah, yeah, art teacher yeah, yeah. At your podcast oh, yeah, you talked you about really how research i did thank you look it out yeah Appreciate uh <laughs> so yeah. you know you talked about making an ep um mm. and you talked about the song as well so um when i listened to the song i was like yo this this could be some and your comment yeah. the comment was clearly from well, you had a comment from your friend i found it on soundcloud <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot you the link uh but yeah. but link below, the, uh, link below. yeah, yeah. Um, but um even like you could tell this friend clearly was like hey you need to you need to do this um, right but I, I say all that to say that um no there was there's definitely like a rawness to it that was like you could tell you were you were going through your heart and soul right. and going yeah. through it and you know you're going through those motions so um, yeah. I, I I do want to talk about that though, in the sense of not maybe the not not so much you know the music, but the music aspect of it in the sense of creating. You know, I shared with you that to stay creative, you know, I like to write fiction. Mm, would you yeah. say that? Would you say that that was maybe an outlet in those early years that helped build what broke growth therapy? Oh, hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, I think music and you know, has always been, was always like my first love. I, I've always loved singing. I've always loved music. Um, and I think at that time when I wrote, I didn't know that was actually with my ex-boyfriend. He's the one that was like featured on the song and produced the song. <laughs> he actually made the theme song for Brocal Therapy too. So yeah, it really was like a, wow. a stepping stone, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, it, it was just a way for me to express myself. You know, I listened to certain songs and albums from artists that, like, really helped me, like, understand what I was going through, you mm-hmm. know, because growing up, like, we didn't have podcasts. Like, podcasts right. is, is so new. Like, I didn't grow right. up being like, I want to have a podcast. Like, I just, I grew up knowing that I wanted to do something that would help me express myself mm-hmm. you know and I thought maybe fashion was it but no but like I needed you know with music it was definitely that time that I just I needed something to express and I think that's why I kind of you know transformed into like the podcast and broke with therapies because the reason why that EP didn't work or the why music didn't work in general is because um I you kind of have to rely on other people to help you do it, you know, unless you had the money to buy the tools, like to, Mm -hmm. to learn and to buy all the equipment. Like I didn't have Mm -hmm. the money to do that. I didn't. Um, and you know, like me and that guy like broke up and I, I didn't have people around me that I could kind of lean to and make music with. 
so podcasting became just something that I was gravitating towards because it was like affordable you know and it was a way for me to express myself even if I wasn't singing I just needed to just talk it out so yeah yeah, I think you know music is plays a huge part on brocal therapy and why I have brocal therapy for sure for sure yeah You 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 talked about this right now where we're talking about how you know these huge companies are pouring millions of dollars into podcasts and these recordings. Um, you know, um, Hey Daddy or something like that. Is it Caller Daddy? Caller Daddy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's clearly that's you know that's a media company putting dollars behind this person mm-hmm. who literally took your script. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean. Uh, but I mean, my point is sorry. My, yeah. my, 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 my point is my point is this. My point is this. Yeah. Is that yeah. <clears throat> you can do it that way, which, to be honest with you, I think is is the wrong way because that way, and you could tell me if you agree, it feels like it's the startup gr- grind where it's like, hey, we need to see ten x growth mm-hmm. in three years, and if we mm-hmm. don't see it, then we're shutting this down and we're putting it to something else. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to say like they stole my script because I I feel like they probably didn't even know what broco therapy was, oh, they you know, or oh, maybe they, they did. Knew. I don't know. Um, I guess when I started, there wasn't the reason why I started my shows because there wasn't very much anything out there that talked about what I talked about, you know. Right. Right. And there was just a very small, small like community. And now right. it's very mainstream. Right. I, you know, unfortunately didn't have the privilege of having a network want to invest in me because mm-hmm. honestly, like I'm not. Um, I'm not the the kind of billboard or the the stereotypical type that people gravitate towards. You know, I'm not saying I'm like ugly or whatever, but it's like I'm not Hollywood pretty. Mm. You know, I'm not the the conventional standard beauty, you Which know. See. Yeah, I hear you. So and also I'm I'm brown a lot of times, you know, we have we have to admit there is this kind of holla at me. I know. Right. <laughs> like you I know, know yeah. And, you know, especially in the, you know, I'm, I look Latina, but I'm Asian American. Um, and, you know, it's kind of frowned upon even within my community is, is, you know, you're supposed to be quieter and blending in and you can't be like telling people your business like that. Like you really right. got to keep that on the low. You just want to blend in. You're not trying to stand out. Yeah. And so I, I felt like sometimes I didn't have my own community to kind of back me up on that. So why would a company want to sign me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't thinking all those things when I first started. Again, I was living in my delusions, just trying to uh, make something that made me feel good. But as yeah. I've kind of continued and learned about how the world works and how the industry works, um, it's because I don't, people are like, why are you not so much bigger than you are? I'm like, because the reality is no one's going to take a chance on me until I completely prove it, you know, right. because I've, I've had, you know, big networks 
contact me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like, oh, but you don't have as much download. Like, even though my downloads are great and I get great engagement and right. people love the show, but they're not willing to invest yet because it's not to like a million streams. Right. But you will invest in like a white girl who doesn't even have a show yet. But you know, you feel confident because she's a beautiful white woman that you're going to invest behind her. But she don't even have a platform yet. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's. Yeah. But I could go I, on and on about that. But I don't know. I, I, I hear you. But, you know, uh, in, in my view, it's almost motivation. Not almost. It is motivation. Right. Like, OK. I'll, I'll do it without you. Just, right. just sit back and, and watch. And, yeah. and you're gonna regret it, you know. Right. And I, I, and I say that to say, I mean, and and like you said, like we don't know if they t- took your material or whatever. Like who? And at this point, it's like who cares? Yeah, I don't even. I didn't even know who they were until um, I would get like hate comments from like their fandom, being like, "You'll oh. never be Caller Daddy." I'm like, who? Because honestly, like I didn't really listen to like other podcasts that were like mine. Right. Um. Because I just, I, whatever, I just, I was, maybe it's a self-centered thing. I was like, I'm doing my, why do I, I, why do I not listen to somebody else? Especially if I don't look like them or have the same type of privileges. Like, I'm not going to relate. And it's no shade because it's, you know, people love that show and I've watched it. I I get, I get the hype. I get it. Like, I'm not even throwing shade. It's just, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I just have a different a different type of privilege, I guess. You know, you know what I think it comes. You know what I think it comes down to is that it's um, like you said what you alluded to, and and I actually want to get into that. You know, you talked about filling a void that you didn't, you saw wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say that that um, has has been its own therapy and learning that space? And oh, yeah. the trial and error of like, okay, people do like this content in that space, but this content isn't working too well. Hmm. I mean, it being a void, I remember like when I was going through the shit that I was going through back in the day with men or whatever, right. um, I would try to like look up, but I was learning what podcasting was and I would try to look up like, you know, dating shows and stuff like that to kind of you know, like see what other people were saying about it. And I couldn't, I did, I couldn't relate to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think I understood why I couldn't relate. I wasn't like, because I'm Brown or because I'm this or that. It was, I, I really just was like, I truly just don't relate to any of these people. <laughs> like, yeah, I just it don't. It was content based. It was right. It was content based. I wasn't yeah. even looking at race, age or how they look like, like yeah. none of that. I was just like, I don't really relate. Like, I don't feel like you would be my friend, you know? Right. And so I just created content that I would want to hear. Like I sure. wanted to be my biggest fan. Yeah, you know, and that, that was like really important to me. It was like, you know, because I would record episodes sometimes and I'm like, Steph, if like, would you want to listen to this? Yeah. And if I didn't even want to like listen and edit to certain episodes, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't even want like who would want to listen to this? You know, right. like right. I always I try to be my biggest fan. So if, if, if I'm excited about this episode, 
then I truly feel like other people be excited about it too. But what matters is how I'm excited because I want to relate to it. I want to feel something from it. So, um, yeah, I mean, what was your question? (laughs) Uh, ADHD kicking in. No, it's okay. My, my, my question was, was just of, you know, you filling that void and then learning from, from like, okay, this content is working great. And this, this is what maybe like what you said, I want to hear. But this content right here, like mm, it, it doesn't hit home and it's not genuine to like me and my brand almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that goes to exactly what I was saying. Like, I want to be like my biggest fan. Right. So if and till this day, sometimes I'll record episodes and I'm like, mm, yeah, and I just won't put it out. I'll shelve yeah. them. I'll put them away and I'll yeah. learn. T- like, why is it that I didn't like it? Right. You know, and. You know, a lot of times it's because it was forced, Yes. you know. Big time. Um, so, yeah, I just, I again, allowing yourself to kind of make those mistakes and figure it out. But then also just know that, like, I don't have a network or people telling me, like, I mean, I do have Rob, my network, who <laughs> who's like, hey, when's the episode coming out? I mean, we have him, <laughs> but he gives me, like, you know, the creative freedom. So if I'm, like... Right. You know, he doesn't tell me what episodes to put out or whatever. Um, I have all that freedom. But, uh, you know, it's yeah, if I'm just not proud of something, I'm just not going to put it out, you oh, know, okay. and it, yeah. I have to I always I always tell myself too is like every new episode. I always strive to have every new episode be my new favorite episode. I love that. And like that's, you know, sometimes it gets moments where I'm like eh, it's okay but I'm like it's still good you have to like not be so hard on yourself because I could you know I could tend to do that but for the most part like I always strive to have that I always have strive to have the new episode be my new favorite episode if I can listen to it a couple times and not be annoyed then I love it let's put it out you know yep. so no I yeah. love that I love that so yeah. one thing I noticed going through the episodes and going through like your library specifically right was um how much you've evolved in the sense of like you showing up every single week yeah have you seen that that translate into not really so much views i guess or i'm uh, sorry downloads but um in the sense of almost like the content has just gotten better because you're just continuing to sharpen your knife yeah so you know in the beginning like i said it took a few years to really get you know, a bigger audience. Right. Um, so I would take breaks. I would give myself those breaks. Again, I'm working full time. A lot of times I'll have two jobs. I'm working seven days a week. I'm doing the yeah. show all by myself. So I would take breaks. And it was perfect because, you know, in that time frame, I didn't have, you know, people yelling at me like, where's the next episode? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was able to like take a break and kind of keep low. But then every time I would premiere, I would always make it like a really exciting drop, you know, like I would always really try to like, you know, like have people get excited and show behind the scenes or whatever. Like I tried to like hype it up and have it have some hype as if it's like a new season, a new show. Um, And then, you know, last year, I think I took a really long break from like January or December, January to March. Mm -hmm. And that actually like affected my numbers. (laughs) Yeah. Like my numbers went down. Oh yeah. And um, 
my Rob, I work with him in my network. He helps with like all my ads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He he was like, Steph, like your pause, like I know you needed it, but um, that's why your numbers are significantly down from right. from the year before. I mean, it was still really great. I was still able to, you know, have people, but I was like, okay, so um, I've you know a lot of times would choose like my nine to fives and again that safety over doing the show yeah. and so now i've just been kind of real and been like you know what like i love doing vocal therapy it actually really does make me happy and like if i need a break that's fine but i just right. um right but consistency is just so important and so right when i was getting back to consistency and putting out every week and not taking you know these, if I'm taking a break, it's going to be like a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not taking four months off. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like right. that people are going to be like, okay, they fall off and they go listen to another show and they'll forget, yeah. you know, four months is a long time, but it's okay to take breaks. Just having a balance of that. And, but it's also just important of how much consistency, you know, helps because as I've just continuously been consistent, you know, you get people kind of on a schedule you know, mm-hmm. they know every Monday there's a new episode, you know, <laughs> and so yeah. they kind of schedule that into their Monday routine, you right. know, and so into their their driving like, commu- you know, commute or whatever. So, um, yeah, I just I think and also, yeah, the show gets even better and better because you're putting more time and work into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, like I think I definitely learned to not take those long breaks because I've, I've lost some some, 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 some listeners, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. The loyal ones are here and exactly. I got new ones, so it's fine. Exactly. There you go. I also think, too, is because the pandemic, I, 2020, my numbers were like, like it was, <laughs> oh, my God, I've never seen those yeah. numbers. I was like, shit, you know, yeah. and so and like because people are at home, people were, you know content craving right and a lot of them were unemployed and all that stuff so when the world kind of opened back up it it did take like a hit but um but still people are taking in content so it's just got to be consistent no i I feel you yeah um so um again in my research i was looking at 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 this journey that you that you've been on and that you are on you know, so so September was your when you first uploaded your first episode. I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. when the first nine twenty nine sixteen. Yeah, and so um, that you know six. So that's gonna be six, coming up six years here. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> so I'm 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 curious to to see if you agree with this analogy. Um, I feel like you've been on this slow burn on purpose almost or maybe not on purpose but almost like it's done you a favor where it's not the cigarette that you're just tossing out but it's the cigar that you take your time with you enjoy yeah you're you're okay to 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 to, you know put it out light it back up and 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 just kind of keep going i mean would you would you agree with that i agree because i do have this fear that i don't want to be overly calculated yeah. I do. I, I think the the charm is of the show is that, you know, 
I'm not a celebrity that's on here talking yeah. and I have millions of followers, you know, yeah. although that's fun too. Like I love the Kardashians, whatever. Um, but I, I love and appreciate how I'm just, I, I want to still be just as like everyone else, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I, I think that I also want to show at the end of the day, like my purpose is to show people like, there's no rush to things and you just have to take your time and yeah. I know I'll get to where I want to get to, but I think just allowing the journey to happen on its own and also just not to be overly calculated. I think yeah. it's like my biggest thing is like, I still um, want to feel like I'm everyone's best friend. I know that's like so much pressure to put on myself, but I think <laughs> that's the whole idea of the show, you know, like I want people to still, f I want people to feel connected because we're normal, not because we're celebrities. Right. right. I like that. I love that. That's like, that's truly important to me. <laughs> you know, we, we, we talked, we talked um, about how, you know, chasing those influencers to your celebrity point, you know, almost hurts you. Mm -hmm. How, how much have a difference have you seen when you do bring out kind of that raw content of these real individuals, not to say, you know, the influencers and whatnot aren't real, but sometimes in the sometimes when you get individuals like that they're a little bit more calculated mm -hmm. yeah in what they say versus almost like that one-on-one -on -one connection and conversation that you would have maybe over a cup of coffee or something you know right or a glass of rosé in your case right yeah i mean i'm never you know yeah we love the rosé um i'm never <laughs> you know ever really appalled of having a celebrity on the show of course right. not it's just it's about my connection to this person that's really important to me, you know, right. um, not because they're here to promote whatever show or movie or album that's coming out. Like, that's not, you know, that's a, that's a different type of show. Like, this show is about a human connection. So it's really just about, you know, um, how I connect with my like on, you know, my the same co-hosts that come all the time and also how yeah. I connect like with my listeners like. You know, I, I we read emails. I call people like it's about the human connection. It's not about status. It's not about, you know, being famous. It's not about any of that, you know. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, did I answer your questions? I feel like I just ramble and I like my mind forgets. No, you know, you know, what's, you know what you're doing is that you answer the question and then I keep and, going and oh no, no, no. But uh. but, you know, you have to give context. And okay. you. And in your context, <laughs> you feel I feel like you're just like, wait, what did you ask again? And I'm like, right? no, no yeah. keep going. Keep going. You're good. You're still on track. Keep going. <laughs> it's my ADHD. I'm so sorry. Like, I just I think I like I hear the question. I'm processing yeah. it. And then I, I lose my mind. No. And it just goes like this. And I'm like, did I just answer the question? What was the question again? Like my memory, like, oh, my God. But but you don't realize that you're 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 answering I, it and you're okay. giving more details and you're giving more context. Okay. And, okay, good. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Go, 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 go. Keep so, going. No, keep you're going. good. Okay. You're good. Um, Jeez. I so <laughs> I'm used to, I'm used to, I'm I'm you know what it is. I'm used you're to on the other the, side. I'm on the other side. I've never been the person that's like listening and answering the questions like I'm usually one navigating it. So I always mm -hmm. feel like I'm focus in a different way but being in this part where i'm like yeah i my mind goes this, no this, I, yeah, I got you fine. i got you <laughs> so i i, I want to get uh just transition a little bit to getting a little more personal here um so it. we we shouted out amanda and braz and we'll give them a shout out again um 
what a lot of your listeners probably didn't know early on was you did have this this boyfriend who I believe was given the name Chris. Is that correct? That's my boyfriend now. That was his. Uh, That's his that was, like that was his yeah, code name. Yeah, code name. There we go. Code yeah, name. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so, um, fun fact: I learned about you know you and your platform because we were me or oh yeah me Braz and Amanda and the dog were on <laughs> our way to uh, to to go do the photography shoot. Mm-hmm. The photography shoot, the 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 photo shoot with with Brian, um, for Steps Magazine. Oh yeah, and I was having a photo shoot the same day. And too. you were having a photo shoot yeah. the same day. Yeah. Um, but I I, I was cu- I'm curious to know if you know, have you noticed that in yourself uh, a content, the content has also changed from your side of, um, of when before you know people had the mystery of him. Versus now where you guys are more transparent. He's done a few episodes now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if there has been a change in that sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it has. There is a change, but like in a good way. It's it's more of like it shows the the growth in um, me, you know. Um, yeah. Especially because literally right before him, I was in a very toxic situation. So. For those who are kind of listening, you know, with me through my ex relationship, which was awful. Like I even had a whole episode about our breakup, mm-hmm. um, like the day that I found out he cheated on me and everything like that. And then to seeing, you know, because even before that, like my friends would come on the show and be like, why are you with him? Like it was like a known thing that I was with an awful guy. Yeah. And so, you know, and to now kind of me being with brian it really just kind of shows that like you know the growth in that and i think what i've gone through with my ex is so similar to what a lot of us have gone through like male or female like Mm -hmm. we go through relationships that don't work out that are just not good for you that are toxic you know um and so to kind of now see it and learn and to know how to learn from that lesson and learn from those situations and try to like do better for the next relationship that is healthy, you know, is like, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, it's, it's changed. Um, but I think for the good, because if I was still in that mindset of, you know, after five, four years of doing the mm-hmm. show of going to toxic sure. men, it's like, it gets kind of tiring, you know? And yeah. so it, I think it was time for the show and for myself to get to a point of, we don't have to deal with the toxic shit. It's funny. Yeah. We could laugh about it. Yeah. But we don't got to deal with it. That's not yeah. that's not fun, you know. You know, it, it you 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 talk about almost like the the a company how they evolve over time, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. that's exactly what this sounds like is you just kind of evolving over time as you yeah. grow and as you you've matured as as you've learned and had experiences as Brian's learned and had experiences mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. guys have now um you know the, the the start of the media empire so yeah. i i'm i'm curious to also know if if there's any like um let's say uh fun discussions that happen um of like you know you guys uh doing you guys going over going through your content together maybe 
Mm-hmm. Um, because what I've noticed is that people will, uh, people give an opinion when they don't need to, and it's just like, hey, this is us. You know, you don't need right. to. You don't need to put that two cents in. Right. I mean, I think that's why in the beginning I didn't um, introduce him right away. In the right. past, I always would introduce pretty quickly if they were, if they were down for it. And I know yeah. that he would have been down for it, but I was really careful on not exposing, like me talking about it, but not ex- exposing or crossing any boundaries, you know, of our relationship and really just yeah. trying to keep a lot of things like, you know, private but also open like how do we you know like learning what the boundaries are so i think in the beginning especially the first year was really just learning what that looked like you know Mm -hmm. and thankfully like brian is like so amazing that he's he's open to talk about whatever like he's he's very secure in himself and not ashamed of anything that he's gone through or what he's going through to be mentioned you know yeah um but also like i never I, i i have never had the intention to go on a show and try to make someone look bad if they look bad it's yeah. because they did it you cheated but fucker like of course you're gonna look <laughs> bad because you did it like you know <laughs> so and like that's like i'm telling my ex is like you always try to make me i'm like because you are you know like and yeah. that's like and, and not a lot of and that's why it would always be an issue in the past with other guys because they had a lot to hide they yeah. they you know were not great for me and so mm-hmm. me, I'm not trying to like paint them as the picture. I'm I just talk on behalf of like how I feel going through a situation. Yeah. You know, I'm never on there like shaming or anything. It's just like this happened and I'm sad about it and mm-hmm. I'm learning how to cope with it, you know? So yeah. with Brian, like what I mean, he doesn't have the intentions to hurt me or to do anything shady so that i think that's why he's like it's fine because i'm not gonna go on there and paint a false narrative about him you know because yeah that's that's not what's what's happening you know so but you know i always i run through things with him of like what i talk about and stuff and right yeah so i'm sure we'll come across some shit in the future where he's like but for now, it's been okay <laughs> to be like, I didn't say that. Um, yeah, but yeah. but now, you know, he's fine. He could he could handle no, it. No, I I uh, <laughs> I've I've appreciated your guys's um, transparency. Yeah. Know, in not only conversations, but what um, what's transpired, you know, in the bedroom. So it's just been like refreshing to see that. Yeah. But I also think yeah. that that builds on the brand. You know, like if you didn't go right. there, then you're not true to the broker or therapy brand. And that's right? why, like, it was perfect that, you know, I met him because he was a fan of the show. Like he already knew what I was what I was about. And like, right. you know, what what made him different from the other guys was the fact that, like, he understood why I did it. It wasn't right. to expose. It wasn't to talk shit or whatever. He did it. Right. I'm doing it because this is. What makes me feel good i need to express myself we all have emotions right. and brian is someone who just values mental health and values the human experience and values the you know being true to yourself like we have the same type of values and understanding you know creatively even have the same type of understanding 
and i think that's why like he's not ashamed to be like he's not like a toxic male that's gonna be like i don't want to look like i was scared of whatever <laughs> like he's gonna admit his his faults and i even you know off air he's like that too so on air is like it's just who he is and i think that's why him and i work so well together yeah i love that yeah. so um in in you know in in the research that i was doing to to prepare for this um you alluded to this a little while ago but you know you battled you talked about how you battled with the idea of you being an artist um yeah in this in the sense of you know the the podcast and you know that platform um i'd love for you to just share share that um that kind of journey that you went through with that yeah. and um just maybe elaborate a little bit of what that battle looked like. Well, I think I always knew I was creative, but I just didn't mm -hmm. understand how because I wasn't really that great at drawing. I right. don't like to paint. Um, <laughs> like painting sounds fun, right? But then like it's not that fun and I don't like when it looks at looks like shit. Like it's just it didn't feel anything didn't feel anything for me. Yeah. So um, and I thought you know growing up that that's what artistry was, and then you know I I really loved music, and my voice is not bad, but it's it's not a powerhouse, you know, and I kind of battled of like am I a good singer am I not like I, I was always kind of embarrassed because I would, I would hear mixed reviews of like oh you're so good to eh. you know like like I didn't oh. yeah so yeah. it was it was something but at the end of the day I think you know um art is about expressing yourself mm -hmm. in different mediums so whether it's painting drawing music podcasting yeah. is one of that and i think that's why it was like such a great fit because it was you know it was it was like a place where i could just be completely raw you yeah. know and it felt yeah. good to me and so yeah i mean i think it was just the journey was mostly just trying to figure out what kind of artist i was and sometimes i'm like is podcasting an art like what is it yeah. but i think at the end of the day, it's just how you express yourself is is what art is. Yeah, you know. So, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So transitioning a little more to the business side of things for for broker therapy, when did you realize that this was actually like a business for you? Mm. Um. Do you remember that moment? Yeah, it's when twenty twenty and it got viral and. I was able to because I always wanted to like monetize the show. Right. Um, I just didn't know how that worked. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, right. how do I get sponsors? And I would try to get sponsors before, but they're like, never email me back <laughs> or like, <laughs> ah, no, next time, you know, yeah. whatever. So um, I didn't understand it. And I yeah, when I started going viral and getting a good amount of downloads um shout out to my network lipstick and vinyl they uh really saw like something in me even before i like got you know um 
vi- I don't even know what's viral, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like Virality, a weird word. whatever that is. Right. Yeah. You had value. Yeah. They really, yeah. you know, um, the CEO, Allison, really saw something in me. And she, you know, Lipstick and Vinyl is a network um, that supports like independent women podcasters, you know. And so she kind of just took me on. And so when, you know, I started, um, being able to make enough downloads to monetize. I've been working with Rob at Lipstick and Vinyl. Shout out to Rob. I love him. That's shout out Rob, man. Shout out Rob. He's killing it. He's He's killing killing it. it. And so he's kind of, you know, showed me the ropes of how it works, you know, and just being like, kind of just working together on that. And I think just through that experience, I've just been learning and like how all of this works and I'm still learning, you know, right. Um, I'm working on uh, releasing a Patreon. Like that's another way to that podcasters make money. Right. And that's also like a business. So yeah, like I, I feel like because I get fired from every job and <laughs> I'm understanding, you know, how to make money, you know, from this. It's like, okay, it feels so much more adaptable. And I am making money from it. It's a thing. It's like, I already am, you know, it's just, I, I would love to have a million dollars. Um <laughs> <laughs> not the f- there yet the first million is always the hardest right the first million is always the hardest so that's that's the goal but uh yeah, yeah but it, like it's again it's i'm already making money off of it it's just continuously trying to um just be consistent and also with this type of industry it's all about different streams of income so it's like having right. the merch it's the patreon and the right. ads it's you can't just rely on like one thing so it's just learning the ropes of all of that and um yeah i like that yeah for yeah. sure for sure is 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 there a is there a time in that is there a time now that you're realizing like hey um you know this business side is almost taking away too much time from the podcasting the what the what, what like the i guess the creating uh, the part creative yeah the yeah. core part of it have you have you found that you've had to balance that at all um thankfully with rob he's been really helpful with on like the ads and sales part that i don't do like the pitching or anything like that i just kind of work together what brands to work with and then create ads from there um so i think thankfully i have him because finding sponsorships and ads is a whole job <laughs> in itself so i'm i'm very grateful for him um and but you know what if anything i'm, I'm like i need to put more time into the business aspect of it that's mm-hmm. that's my problem i i i'm more of the creative mm-hmm. and i'm trying to be a little bit more analytical and like left brain <laughs> and uh yeah if anything i need to make more time for the business <laughs> i like it because i'll i, like I it. could I can make I can make content all day, but I'm like other side of it. I'm like, uh, what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. So continuing on the on the business side of this specifically, right? Mm-hmm. When so you know you've been able to monetize and you like like you said you're in these different uh, revenue streams now. Mm-hmm. What's what's this look like five years from now, right? What's that? idea and vision that that you have i mean i w- i would love to i mean obviously have 
a wider, bigger audience. I would love to right. go on tour, do like live shows. I think would be so much fun to like travel and just do live shows and like meet people. Again, it's all about like engagement for me. Like if I mm -hmm. feel connected to my audience, that's really important to me. Um, and yeah, just having it be a like I mean, it's already a brand, but like a bigger brand in a way, you know, and yeah. My ultimate goal is like I always get embarrassed to say this because I feel like it's like so big <laughs> that I'm like yeah. it's scary to say um, but whatever is meant to happen will happen. But I would love for it to be um, a scripted like TV show, you know, yeah. and yeah. having kind of like Insecure and Issa Rae because um, that's the moonshot guest, right? Yeah, that's the that's the moonshot. Yeah. I would love to have you did your research. I would love <laughs> to have Issa Rae. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be like just so cool to to cast people, you know, and to uh, to write out, you know, like it's like we've talked about these like certain situations and especially in the older episodes, like the dates I would go on and these certain relationships I've had and it'd be so interesting and not even just me my my guests and my co-hosts that are on all the time like people are invested in their lives too and i just think it would be just such an amazing show to to kind of like really get to like write that and like re not relive it but you know like have that really be shown um in a show and it, it would just be uh i just think it'd be really cool i don't know hbo hit me up or hulu i don't know netflix someone so so before we go but on we'll i got we'll i i got to ask though are you are you are you team lawrence yeah, hundred percent. Oh, well, Team Lawrence, but Daniel can get it. <laughs> Daniel could get it. You're, you're you're okay either way. Uh, she should be with Lawrence. I Daniel's for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, if I wasn't with Brian, you know. What I mean? Oh, I mean, hey, yeah. It's all right. In mean, a hypothetical world. You 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 get your passes right. I mean, come on. Let's yeah. Come on. Um, so, um, you know, you you talked, we talked about like the success and like w when you realized it was a business. Mm -hmm. um, what I love that you didn't talk about in this is where, you know, you land on the charts and where you land here and there, which I think is really refreshing. Um, but I do want to point out that, you know, you have been on the charts and mm -hmm. you did talk about how you society and culture, you did land at, you know, number 53. Mm -hmm. While people may hear wow, that. Wow, you've done like, your wow. research. Hey, come on, man. Oh, my I'm God. Coming prepared. Yeah. I'm coming yeah. prepared. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I, I want to talk about that because a lot of people assume that, you know, if you're not number one, you're nothing, right? Mm -hmm. but only only for them to realize like hey a platform or a business doesn't necessarily need to be again one. recognized yeah. and as number one or revenue or and number one's or like fucking joe rogan yeah <laughs> so yeah i'll just exactly. say that yeah. exactly so so how have you how have you been able to define your success you know outside of these charts and outside of these um, you know, maybe con uh, what 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 society would consider 
successful top. yeah uh, successful yeah 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 no i mean um just even getting number 53 on the charts and like everyone around you know the the charts was like in a network so being like an right. independent podcaster like being on the charts like that was like you know amazing and i, I don't even know if, like sometimes like app they're really weird on charts so i, I don't even like like to depend on it because it's not like it's like billboard or whatever you know right, right um but you know they've put me up on like the top 10 like relationships and stuff like that and like and it's cool because it's like an independent thing but besides like the charts you know because i just feel like those charts don't fucking mean shit you know what i mean there's so Honestly. many there's so many great albums that like didn't win a grammy you know yes. so it, like it's not something of course it's something that i would love to have and have number one of course yeah. who wouldn't want that um, but to me, like I really have defined my success or at least I try to focus on is my engagement, you know, and the fact mm -hmm. that like every time I, I, I do an episode like I'm talking to somebody new, whether I'm reading their email or, you know, calling them on the show or whatever it may be. Like, I just feel like, yeah, my numbers aren't call her daddy, but my engagement is fucking fire like yeah. the fact that like i have listeners who like really fucking ride for me you know mm -hmm. and they listen they send me their stories like sometimes i'm really fucking invested with them and like fangirl over them yeah, yeah. like especially when i read their stories and i get so invested and i see their instagrams and we like dm back and forth like to me like that's like so dope because i you know for years like i said for like four years i didn't even have any of that like it was just mm. me you know and i'm like fangirling over myself <laughs> like <laughs> it was like and my friends would listen and yeah. you know co-workers or whatever but it like so i'm just grateful for like every little thing you know to every little yeah. thing isn't little to me so um yeah i, I kind of measure i really just try to focus on that um because i feel like that's what's gotten me this far is just having fun and appreciating every milestone. Right. No, I yeah. like that. Um, how, how would you say that, you know, you're staying away, trying to stay away maybe from, you know, the, the, the podcast being too formulate, formulaic, you know, almost like you said, too script. And I love the, I love the smile. So, yeah. so hit me. Um, if you there's a I think it was like one of my first episodes I like scripted like an intro like I wrote like an intro and I read it and it's so cringe because it's just like I don't I don't like being scripted and I we yeah. even like when you're like I'll send you questions I'm like please don't because I'll like over <laughs> like I'll yes. overthink it yes I remember and like that. that is my problem is like I overthink and I think the moments when I I with ADHD, they say that you should structure whatever. Like maybe in a lot of other things, yeah, I should structure. But this is like my moment to really just like authentically be myself. And I feel like that's the only time I do a good job, you know, gotcha. is when I'm not trying to think of what to say. And sometimes I still do it. Sometimes like even if I'm not writing down the script in my head, I'll be like, okay, I'll like go over this and say this just like that. Yeah. And then when I do it, it sounds weird and I have to like cut it off because <laughs> <So>, I'm like, <laughs> like, 
Like, I don't know. I don't, like, it probably is just like a me thing. No one else would think the same thing. But I'm like, no, I, I, li- I always like it better when I just like go off the riff and like yeah. just say shit, you know? So. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. So, yeah. you know, wrap, wrapping up here um, on our hour long conversation. Which oh, my <laughs> God. That's always <laughs> happens. Like it, for me, too. I'm like, wait. We're past time, but you just keep going. You just fun. keep going, yeah. yeah. And and and, uh, and 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 you're a great conversation. So, oh, thank you, dude. You're killing it. Um, Thanks. I I'd love to I'd love to really hear from you um, about you know thinking about where you started to where you've been and where you're at now. And you talked about how you know what it would look like five years from now, mm-hmm. but from everything that that's kind of gone on and the ups and downs, you know, what what has been that one thing that that has taught you the most th- throughout all of this tr- this journey now of coming up on six years? Damn. Um. The one thing that's taught me the most. Yeah. There's so many things I've learned. That's like it's like such a hard thing to like do top five. Top five. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things I really learned is patience Mm -hmm. and consistency and how much that truly does work. Um, You know, you hear that shit when you're starting something and you're like looking for like, you know, some sort of advice or inspiration and you hear like, Oh, just, just keep going. Like it gets a little redundant and cheesy to hear. Yeah. Um, but it's so true. Just even in, in like the small little successes, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, when I, cause you know, beginning before I went viral on TikTok, uh, I would get like random, like listeners here and there. It'd be like, yeah. you know, once a year, but I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> You know, and just like I think just yeah. I I would, you know, I would celebrate those like little small successes. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, just patience, I think it's the biggest thing that I've learned, especially when 2020 hit and I, I was so close to quitting and that being just a sign from the universe, like you ain't done, bitch. <laughs> you, know, you know, you ain't done. You just feel comfortable defeated. in that chair. Right. Like you buy re- cases of rose and y'all exactly need to <laughs> like you're don't you're just feeling defeated right now. But I'm yeah. gonna show you your hard work has been paying off. Yeah. So that was a moment that really like uh, you know, taught me like okay like just keep going, yeah. you know. Um, and another thing is, you know, throughout the years. Of course, you come aco- come across a lot of great people who support you, but you come across a lot of people who don't support you. For sure. And I've realized how much the negative energy and mindset that people have towards content creation would affect, you know, my confidence. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep my delusions <laughs> still running around and... Yeah keep people around me who still had you know that kind of like you know didn't didn't want to play it safe and who are artists in their own ways like if you you know listen to Michelle my friend Rose who's a screenwriter you know yeah. and um 
friends who have done music it's just like just kind of keeping your circle around people who believe in you and who also like are kind of going through the same thing because um that's what's really going to help you get to where you want to go and i mean and you know i i i 100 agree and you know uh, she shared her lofty goal of being uh owning her own publishing company wait rose yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and so i mean i you know it's it's funny how when when you align with these lofty goals not in the sense that you know you want to have a publishing company Mm -hmm. but you know you have this goal of of this uh this grand goal that you think is just like so far out there but little do you know like you're just you're continuing to chisel away at it Mm -hmm. and you're continuing to make the progress and like her you know she's uh she's probably doing her own things that she doesn't even realize are just just one milestone after another. right yeah one exactly. you know layering that those bricks one after another yeah so i i'm gonna end this conversation with you um answering this last question which okay. is what would you say to those who um are struggling um, with the haters that whether they have they have started their channel or their idea or their business or whatever you know mm-hmm. and they're dealing with the haters create boundaries um obviously if these people are haters it's easier said than done to say like get them out of your life because sometimes yeah. the haters could be your own parents <laughs> yeah and you can't just yeah. kick them out my mom my That's oh real. my god my mom first it was a podcast was a secret from her but she found out through the grapevine that i had this show and she's a conservative christian mom Mm. asian mom you know that's like keep quiet you know so she really kind of she slut shamed me and gave you know a whole thing about how i'll never find a man uh because of the show and that the show is not going to be successful um and you know that'd be the whole conversation about relationship with my mom is a whole other thing but you know from there i just really was like that hurt and you know yeah. I, I would believe it i'd be like fuck like does no guy want to be with me because i have this you know but i really right. just try to again thankfully i had friends that would remind me that that wasn't the case of reminding me of why i did what i did and you know um and just I just create boundaries with my mom and just never talked about it, you know, and never yeah. uh, brought it up. Or if she said something, I just shut it down, um, yeah. you know, and as well as like, I think just not telling everyone everything that you want to do, because that's just opening up <laughs> opinions from others that are not worth their, you know, it's not worth their opinions. So I just think just creating boundaries and really just finding people who are like minded and uh, see the vision and want to help you with your vision. And that that was really, truly important for me in the last six years was really just surrounding myself with other other artists, you know, even if it's not the same type of art, other artists, because they're going through the same thing. And um, for those who didn't believe in you, but you can't just shut out your life, you just, you know create boundaries and don't talk about certain things <laughs> you know it's like politics <laughs> I hear you. it's like you I have that you. uncle yeah. that's on the other side of things and you're like i'm just not gonna talk about politics with you yeah we're, but we're here we're, at thanksgiving we have to yeah. sit here together so 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thankful, but you can keep that to yourself. So right. Well. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to hear what you have to say. I could, I have this person and this person and this person that I could talk about it with. I don't need to talk about it with you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I intentionally chose people in my life that, that believed in me, you know, yeah. because I did have people who didn't believe in me and just thought right. it was silly of me to do something, you know, like this. Um, but to this day, I still do. I just, I don't talk about this kind of stuff with them. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. Well, thank you again for doing this. You know, broke girl therapy. It's legit. And I hope it's you. Therapy. <laughs> it's 100% therapy. And mm-hmm. I, and, and I wish you nothing but success. And I'm so glad that you're just being open and vulnerable and doing this. Um, and please keep it up. Keep, thank keep you. the grind going and, uh, nothing but success Ugh. for you thank you and same for goes sure. for you sending you so out. much love good looking out thank <laughs> you thanks again